Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Tuesday morning, the 21st of July. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reid on LMFM. The marathon historic five-day EU summit wound up at 4 o'clock this morning as leaders from across Europe agreed on the EU's seven-year 1.1 trillion budget and a 750 billion euro recovery fund. These were, of course, difficult negotiations in very difficult times for all Europeans. A marathon which ended in success for all 27 member states, but especially for the people. This is a good deal, this is a strong deal, and most importantly, this is the right deal for Europe right now. Charles Michel, the President of the EU Council. €390 billion Euro is to be given to countries in grants and loans of €360 billion Euro will be made available to help countries recover from the fallout of COVID-19. Europe as a whole has now a big chance to come out stronger from the crisis. Today we've taken a historic step we can be all proud of. But another important step remains ahead of us. First and foremost, we now have to work with the European Parliament to secure agreement. We have a lot of work ahead of us, but tonight is a big step forward towards recovery. Fine Gael MEP Mairead McGuinness, uh, the first Vice President of uh, the European Parliament, joins us now. And a, a very good morning to you, Mairead McGuinness. Uh, this is a, a deal that will have to be ratified by the European Parliament. Uh, so will that be the big job of work uh, that uh, the Commission President Ursula von der Leyen was flagging to us there? Or will it mean that you're facing into the same arguments and the same obstacles that uh, had the potential to collapse this summit? Well, good morning, Michael. And I think the reason why the president of the Commission, uh, van der Leyen, was saying the European Parliament has a place in this discussion is that we do have to sign off on the overall budget for the European Union. And I've just received an email that we will have an emergency plenary session this Thursday to debate what's currently on the table from the council meeting. All I think up to 70 pages that we're all trying to 
work our way through to see what are the hidden issues in this big package. But I suppose overall we're um, in a better place today than we were um, during the weekend. It wasn't clear if the leaders would agree, but they have reached an agreement. It is of a different shape than the original proposal put out by the Commission. Perhaps that's not unexpected because uh, the Commission had pushed um, quite far for more grants, a much higher level of grants to those covid uh, hit countries. 500 uh, billion instead loans. of the 390 mm. billion that has been uh, agreed uh, overnight. Exactly. Mm. I mean, I'm looking here at the this recovery and resilience facility of 672.5 billion and 360 billion will be given by way of loans and then grants of 312.5 billion. And then there are other um, headings within the recovery program from health to horizon. Uh, just transition. We're a little bit concerned to Mm. try and see have they been severely cut? Some of them have. And I think that that's why we will be debating the package on Thursday. And we have tough decisions to make because given how long it took the leaders to reach a consensus and the meetings were, you know, quite Mm. tough meetings by all accounts, um, we will not want to delay, um, if you like, ratification. But I think we will want to dissect and if you like, find out the inner, inner rather details of this package before we would give our consent to the budget. Indeed, that's but quite often where the devil lies, isn't it? And countries will have to apply for these loans and grants, as I understand it. Will conditions be applied? There will be conditions. I suppose one, there are two basic conditions. One is that there's sound financial management on the projects that these grants and loans will apply to. So in other words, that the money is accounted for. And I think, you know, member states will have their work cut out uh, for them to come forward with viable projects to use this money in the early stages, like next year and and the year after, because that's the idea behind this, a strong financial, if you like, injection to reboot the country's worst affected and in turn reboot the European Union's overall economy. And what was interesting about the last few days, and I think that they are quite historic not just for the length of the discussions, but for the, uh, if you like, the step change Mm. at EU level, because it will be the first time that the European Union collectively will go to the financial markets and borrow money. Um, And members say, you know, agreed to that. So I think that's hugely significant. So instead of, of, instead of 27 countries borrowing money or 28 uh, when Britain was part of uh, the European Union, 27 now, of course, instead of the 27 countries going to the markets and borrowing money, uh, it's as if one country, the 27 combined, as if it was one country, the European Union is borrowing money. Yes, it's a one borrower, if you like, and one uh, gets a better deal than individual 27s going to the marketplace. And I think the reaction of the financial markets is quite strong strong this morning to this because everybody knows that the the true economic and social cost of COVID-19 is yet to be calculated Mm. and we worry about a second wave. So I think that the leaders understood very well over the weekend that they they couldn't go back home with uh, no deal. It would look really bad for um, the European Union. They were able to thrash out their differences and air their, Mm. if you like, uh, dirty linen in public insofar as we got accounts of the discussions between Hungary, for example, and Mark Rutte of the Netherlands, who was seen as the person most unwilling to concede on the issue of grants. And I suppose it reflects different cultures in different member states, Mm. where uh, there is a view in the Netherlands that if you get money, you pay it back. And I think it will be interesting to see what emerges in terms of how the money is paid back. We're looking at new own resources for the European Union. So one of the first things that is likely to happen is we'll see more details of this 
um, a resource based on non-recycled plastic waste. Mm. And that is to be introduced by January 2021, which is very soon. So there'll be a tax on plastic straws uh, and so forth to raise money to pay back this debt uh, because the debt will have to be paid back. But just in the same way that the 27 European countries are borrowing as one, uh, we're mutualising the debt, as they call it. In other words, your debt is my debt. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying this is quite, I mean, historic. It also means that we will have to be very prudent about making sure that the money goes to good purpose and that there is a return. In other words, that countries like Italy and Spain invest the money in a way which reboots their economy and therefore supports the overall European Union economy. Because they'll get the lion's share, will they? Well, they will. I haven't got the figures in front of me, but countries that are worst affected by COVID-19 will get um, a significant share of the resources. And I think it will be subject to those countries coming forward with strong plans as to how to use the money. I suppose one of the questions we would have is, are countries ready to come forward with those um, by the end of this year, early Mm. next year? There will be a lot of work to be done in the capitals of Europe in order to, if you like, use this money in an effective way. But I think one of the other issues which I'm trying to go through more forensically is the next budget, uh, this so-called MFF, multi-annual financial framework, which sets out the money available for our existing policies for the next seven years, starting in January 2021. As I read the overall figures, um, I'd be a little bit concerned that the, the amount of 1.074 billion is lower than uh, a proposal which was made last February. And I think that's one of the issues which will be teased out in the Parliament in our debate on Thursday. We would be worried that to some extent, and I've yet to do the calculations, that in order to keep the recovery fund at, at that high level, there was some payoff with the budget. And we would be really wanting to mark that card and say that we have concerns about that because the budget funds the normal mm-hmm. day-to-day programmes, Horizon, Erasmus, agricultural policy, environmental policy, all of those things that are ongoing. So again, we have to look at the detail there. But my my response this morning when I got very early Mm. messages was, a deal is done. It's good that a deal is done. We have to make sure that it is a good deal for everybody, for all member states and for all citizens. And that's why we will be dissecting the details in this uh, almost 70-page document. Mm. And to highlight those areas where, yes, we believe progress has been made, uh, and also those areas where we would have concerns, particularly around the MFF. But it is always true that Europe takes its biggest leap forward, uh, if you like, a big step change in times of crisis. And I think the COVID-19 crisis, which Europe didn't handle particularly well collectively at the start of it, has catapulted Um, if you like, action to a place and at a speed that none of us would have predicted last January. And I think that we will now have to have a deep debate about where we see Europe going. And there will be a conference on the future of Europe for citizens Mm. so that we can listen to see what do people think of where Europe is now and where do we want it to be for the future. All right. Uh, From a domestic perspective, uh, there is a a number of issues uh, for the government to to tackle. We're to launch our own recovery plan. The July stimulus uh, probably uh, will be made public uh, tomorrow, but I I think it's expected to be in the region of €7 billion. We were hearing from ISME yesterday that uh, on... 
uh, a 1% calculation, we'd have benefited to the tune of about $7.5 billion from uh, this fund. Uh, but uh, the Taoiseach seems to be saying that the indicative number is around $3 billion, but as net contributors, uh, we may end up paying more into it than we get from it. Uh, what's your understanding of what's in this for Ireland? Well, just to be clear about the, the two parcels, if you like, the MFF, we contribute and we're net contributors to the budget. The recovery fund is the borrowing, this collective borrowing, which we have discussed. So it's, it's sometimes the two kind of get confused. Um, I don't have the exact figures to what Ireland will get, but we will get an allocation from that recovery fund. And we will also get our, our normal, if you like, uh, allocations from the budget itself. And I think that we will also gain from the Brexit uh, reserve, this $5 billion, mm. which remained on the table, this Brexit adjustment reserve, and rightly so, because um, I think our, our country and perhaps Belgium had been pushing for this because we know that deal or no deal on Brexit, mm. there will be significant changes and significant And, and that's impact. a, a 5000000000 billion euro fund which will be made available to the country's worst hit by the yes. consequences of Brexit and Ireland will have to be top of that list. But it is uh, an aside, isn't it, in that we probably will be hit by Brexit and we're already being hit by COVID. Uh, but uh, is there much in this deal for us in terms of how we recover from COVID? What's, what's really important to remember is that what, what's absolutely significant for us as a trading nation is that the European economy picks up because it is on the floor at the moment. And we would be worried that unless and until this recovery package kicks in, it will remain on the floor because poor demand at EU level really affects our economy because we're a trading nation. So the big gain for us will be that we can recover the European Union economy. We will then get our share our fair share of the allocation that will come through the recovery package and we will then have the European Union budget to draw on for existing policies and that's where we have to look at the fine detail of this package but the the Taoiseach was right when he made that observation very early on in these negotiations that what is important for Ireland is a strong European Union economy so that people can buy our goods and services and that we can recover um, if you like jobs and growth in our own country Mm. and look even the most frugal and there were many of them, four or five at the <laughs> five table, enemy, yeah. understood mm-hmm. that. They realised that while they didn't want and don't like the idea of giving grant aid or very low mm. interest loans, they knew that to say no to that proposal would mean that their country would not recover and indeed okay. could go into decline. So, you know, it was in yeah. everybody's interest that the European Union economy gets up and at it again. And I hope that... And we may benefit on the back of that, but there may not be a, a, an injection of the sort that people may have hoped for from this fund into our economy. Well, uh, the key will be a fair one because all countries will be looking to make sure that there is fair allocation. Mm. And to some extent, Italy and Spain allowed us, if you like, plan for the worst on the pandemic. They took the greatest hit they had the most, if you like, uh, saddest story of all because of the of death course, yeah. mm-hmm. and how they had impacted on them. So I don't think there's mm-hmm. anyone saying they shouldn't be oh, uh, no. the main mm-hmm. recipient yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just uh, very finally and briefly, uh, the seven-year budget, it's an awful lot of money, 1.1 trillion euro. Uh, what, what has the impact of Brexit been on that? Uh, because we're without the British... Uh, contribution, which is about 12 billion uh, a year, I think, over the seven years would amount to 84 billion. 
Yeah, of course, but the Brexit issue and the budget issue were intrinsically linked. Uh, the figure I'm looking at for commitments uh, rather than payments is 1.074. That's why I'm concerned. Uh, the other figure you've suggested is 1.1. And again, we always have to look at what's the backstory to those figures. But clearly that was an issue uh, in terms of how you plan for the next seven years without a big country. Although it is interesting that, you know, the leaders got on with it. Um, I mean, I, I think some people were expecting that, you know, Brexit would dominate the conversations around the table over the weekend, over the last few days. But in a sense, Europe has moved on from that. Although we do know that on two fronts, we are watching very carefully, particularly from an Irish perspective, because the withdrawal agreement, the divorce settlement, if you like, needs to be implemented. And we are concerned about the Irish protocol being fully implemented. And equally, the future relationship, you know, we have very little time left to complete that deal. And at the moment, we have seen no sight of uh, of getting to the finish line. So yes, I mean, Brexit would have been a part of these discussions. But equally, I think it's also a signal that despite differences and significant differences between member states, there was a strong desire for Europe to hold together to show that in difficult times and, and people with differences, we can still reach a compromise. And whatever gets said in a meeting room or whoever bangs the table, once a deal is done, People get on with the business of doing what they have to do, going back to their member states, getting this implemented and trying to recover individually and collectively at EU level. But look, there is a lot of detail we have yet to go through. But I'm at least happy that on a Tuesday morning uh, coming up Mm -hmm. to uh, the, the recess, that there is a deal on the table and we will give our view of it formally on Thursday in the European Parliament in Brussels. Okay, well, perhaps we can speak to you after that, but thank you indeed for joining us here on the programme this morning. morning. Ray McGuinness-Finnegale, MEP and first Vice President of the European Parliament. Michael at lmfm.ie Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.